Hello and welcome back to the podcast. It is me, Mark. And today we're going to have a little bit of a chat about everything that has been going on in industry, some of the stuff Apprentice One to One has been up to over the course of the last year, and some of the things we've got forward to look forward to in 2024. We was supposed to be recording our Christmas jumper special uh, with the guys on the podcast tonight and getting that out for everyone to listen to before we break up for the Christmas period. However, stuff's come up. People can't get away from work. This is all people giving up time and volunteering, and it doesn't always pan out in the way that we would hope. However, we have all agreed next week to get together, maybe with a special guest, with our Christmas jumpers on, and have a little bit of a chat and review through things in industry and a catch-up on what we've all been up to through the course of the last year. Just a relaxed pod, a chat between myself, Craig, Richard, Dave, if he's available, and possibly a special guest. But today, we're going to focus on some of the things Apprentice One to One and myself have been involved with over the last 12 months, why they might be important to industry, why they might not. And if you've got any comments or questions in and around all of that, please don't forget to drop them in below. We'll start off with the physical training space here. For those of you watching, you may see I am in a different location to normal when we record the podcast. We have been setting up a kind of studio area for recording these things where people come in, we can sit down, have a little chat, and um, that's part of the ideas for next year. But I thought we'd give it a run out tonight, see how the audio sounds, and um, yeah, if you're watching, this is going to feature a little bit more in 2024. More widely with this space, for those of you who follow along, you may have already seen the solar roof we've got in here. So I say in here, it is indoors. We've got a roof space just above me here where there is an opportunity for people to come in, handle solar panels, mess about with roof tiles, grind out the backs of them, fit them in and around hooks and do all of the stuff that we're maybe not taught on our PV and battery storage training courses. We've got solar inverters, we've got battery module units, all the kind of things you're going to need out in industry to install those renewable systems. And we found through the course of our training that it's quite um, tech heavy, if you like, in terms of learning about what products and things can do from the manufacturers and then all of the standards and the calculations in the official training, be that BPEC, LCL, City and Guilds, EAL, whatever you're doing. And there wasn't a great deal of stuff around the physical handling of solar panels, working on roofs, how you get your inverters and battery systems mounted to the wall safely. And we're trying to bring a bit of that into life here. And again, there is intentions to make that um, more valid and I think uh, better quality, we could say, in 2024, because at the minute it's just me offering things I've learned. And obviously we're very new to renewables in the business. We'll speak about that later on towards the end of this podcast. But there are others out there, not a million miles from me here at Apprentice One to One, who know far more than I do have been doing it for a long time. And hopefully we can get them to come in, do some of these in-studio podcasts and perhaps give some masterclass training sessions of their very own to people who want to come in and take advantage of that. We've also got an area here now for metalwork and containment. I've not shared that content on the channel yet, but we have been building that up. There's been bits going on behind me just here where we've got a unistrut frame, we've got tray and conduit running off that. Lots of exciting things there for people to get their hands on and work with, stuff that you may be not doing out in your job. If you're working in the domestic environment, for example, it's really difficult to get experience with containment. So we're trying to cover that off. 
We've also got a little controls and panel building area now. Um, and again, that's a unique niche area of industry, but it's something that there's demand for. So there is a demand for that out in industry. There's lots of skilled workforce needed to do these panel boards, be it for smart homes, boiler systems, as Eddie Clemens does so well, or Jamie out in the actual power network. There is a demand for that. So we've got that in our little space here as well, which I'm really quite proud of us being able to achieve. The testing side of things we've built up, so there's more three-phase testing opportunities in terms of EV chargers. We have those here. Um, also testing your motor controls and such. We're trying to cover off as much as we can in this one little space, um, bringing people in and also making content that we can share directly with individuals. I do lots of that, so I'll have a DM from someone asking how you test a doll starter or something or wire one up. And I'll make a little video for that here, send that off to them so we can impact people who maybe aren't located close to us where they can come in and receive that in person. It's kind of the intention behind all of this, a facility we can use that's going to impact positively on people's training experience while not competing with existing trainers. That's one of the key principles we have with Apprentice One to One. We're not wanting to take from the pot, if you like, of existing training providers, be that FE or private ones. It's really quite difficult. That's pigeonholed us a lot for sure. It'd be really easy for me to get this place badged up as a City and Guild accredited centre, start offering training from wiring rigs courses to apprenticeships, but that'd just be making me money and serving myself. And that really wasn't the intent of what this is. So I've not gone down that road. It is frustrating when some of the training that you see going on out there isn't the best and you know you can put something in place that's better, but that's the key principle I made at the start of all this and I'm going to stick to it. So before I carry on too deep into this podcast, I wanted to mention all of the brands that support us with stuff that we do. And I've had to write a list because there's quite a few of them now and they are all absolutely awesome. There are lots of brands of equipment I've been installing for a long time, sharing on social media and when they've seen what we're up to here, they've wanted to be involved and be part of it and also hopefully get some value from me and Apprentice One to One in helping to grow awareness around the cool products they have and this stuff that they do. So we've got Proteus, it's Proteus switch gear, absolute powerhouses of switch gear from small little RCBOs up there. You'll see which are bi-directional as you'll have seen on my content if you follow along with Max Sparky Allison. Although it's a massive switch gear that's used in the EV, power generation and beyond. They've pretty much got everything covered and the stock is insane and they do help us a lot with support into colleges. I'm really grateful to it. Um, Kieran, Spencer and Taylor are absolute superstars and yeah, full credit to them for everything that they do beyond any of the help they give to me and I'm yeah, really, really grateful and excited to work with those guys and girls in 2024 again. There is TIS. Now, everyone who's followed along with my content will know I'm a huge TIS fan. I've been buying their stuff for donkeys and singing their praises. Before they got famous, they're now winning awards everywhere. Industry is recognising them as the superstars of testing that I know they are already. We've got, see, I've got some of the testers here. We've been using them on this board earlier on this afternoon. But we've got all of their gear, it's really top stuff, and they help us massively. They've given loads of safe isolation kits away, uh, multifunction testers that we've been able to pass on to training providers. They're absolutely brilliant, and yeah, massive thank you to Steve and Mark for the help and support that they've given, not just this last year, but before that as well. It's Electrical OM, so again, I've used that for a long time. 
really rate it and the guys and girls there are wanting to support our efforts they're giving free software to colleges so if you are a training provider out there and you want an educational license for electrical om and i really would recommend that you do it's great to get that in the hands of learners at an early stage and encourage them towards electrical design modex soft electrical om is unmatchable and the help and support they've given us here i'm really grateful for that they are absolutely brilliant and um, yeah another fantastic brand and it's great to have their support in what we're trying to do the next two are klein and super rod so they're kind of tied one of the same for those of you who don't know super rod and the distribution rights for Klein, I think, in the UK and Europe. Vanessa, Malcolm, and the team of people who work in those brands are absolutely incredible. The things they do, not just helping with Apprentice one-to-one -one and the donations that they're giving us here to pass out to learners and trainees and colleges, um, but more widely, there's the surveys that they do around safe isolation and other industry initiatives that are always trying to develop and help people with their inventions as well. Fantastic individuals and yeah, it's fantastic to have them behind us with Apprentice One to One. There's LK as well for those of you who've seen the the switch switcher gear there. There's that I've been sharing. So your um, PIR detectors, be that for light switches or actual in roof systems. There is all the solar connectors, the solar termination kits. Yeah, they've been helping us with stuff that we're providing into colleges. So there is training information in terms of um, solar connectors and also some little rigs where we can demonstrate their products they're helping us take equipment into training centers as well and another fantastic brand with great people who work for them and that's a common theme through all of this it's the individuals in all these brands that are absolute superstars uh, there's m2 centaur and tamlex and for those of you who don't know they're part of the same group as proteus so the same marketing team behind those brands, but it wouldn't be fair to mention Proteus without mentioning the others. And again, those who follow my content for a long time will know that I've used M2 equipment for ages. It's really, really good at a domestic CU level, especially when you've got a small space to work in. Um, we had one recently on top of some kitchen cupboards where that was the only board that would fit, and it fit by about two millimeters, so it gets you out of a hole sometimes. I love the main switches that they have as well with the twin terminals and every connection, but we won't get too technical on all of that. And again, the Centaur stuff, it was really interesting to go on the factory tour in the last year. I think it was early on in 2023. We went to have a look there, seeing how they make that, using recycled materials, a really good old British manufacturing facility with people who've worked there decades making this stuff. The stories that you hear from some of these people who've been on the production line for 30, 40 years and there's new apprentices working in and around them. Yeah, it was really powerful. I think it's often, you know, you're focusing on your area of industry. So for me, it's out doing electrical work. But when we're talking about apprenticeships in the electrical industry, it's vast from marketing to working in production facilities, doing what we do out in industry, design, sales. There's so many avenues you can go into. And when you go and do these factory tours, it really hits home how big this industry is. So yeah, that was really interesting with Centaur. And the same with Tamlex. They've got equipment there that they're maybe not using anymore, but they've kept kind of that's from the 60s and maybe before that, that used to punch out your, your tray. Um, and it's still there, it still works. It's served its time tenfold. Um, and yeah, that was really interesting to see the modern laser cutting equipment and bending stuff. I think I shared some content on this channel around that actually. And again, the, the team there are putting some um two days together again next year and we're going to do one specific for apprentices 
So it's going to be in February during the apprenticeship week, so keep your eyes and ears open on that one. We're going to have an opportunity, maybe for some of you guys and girls who follow along with Apprentice One to One, to come and take part in that. Really apprenticeship focused. Go and have a look around the facility, and there might be some speakers there as well, giving some nice information and support to those of you who are lucky enough to come along. We've also got CEF, and everybody should know who CEF are. The powerhouses of wholesale. Darren Staniforth and the team there have been incredible with us. They've given reg books. Um, when they've had the trade, they did CEF Live. Darren sent me back with a couple of boxes of stuff to give out to apprentices, trainees and colleges. And I've been doing that ever since. I think we just got the last little bit of that sent out to MK College that I went to this last week. And yeah, well, I can't emphasise how good I think CEF are. I know sometimes there's the issue with the local branches and some of the pricing and all that historical stuff. I've heard it all before. My experience of them is really quite different. Our branch in Bridlington and the other one in Beverly actually as well are always fair, always on the money and the stock that they hold is unmatched. And the website, CF Online, they shame most other wholesalers to be fair. It's absolutely incredible. And again, super proud to have a brand like that wanting to engage with us at Apprentice One to One. There's also a wall box um, and that was kind of me being paid to show an install of one of their chargers and subsequently using that money for apprentice one-to-one -one activities and such. But still, fantastic to see that they want to work with us and we're able to offer value like that. I think that's quite nice that brands are recognising that they can get a bit of exposure through what I do on social media and then we can use those funds to impact into training. Um, yeah, so thank you, Wallbox. Um, there's the installer show now, that's a new one. For those of you who aren't aware, I'm writing an article Every month for Installer Online, used to be the physical magazine, it's now all online. It's aimed at plumbers, electricians, those in the renewable space. Now obviously as we've transitioned into renewables, solar PV and you know the kind of link up that we're having now with plumbers and electricians and our trades crossing over probably more than ever. There used to just be the fight over cable and pipe routes, but now with air source heat pumps, air conditioning, underfloor heating, um, all been mapped into smart home controls and then you've got the PV element that may be powering some of these heat pumps. Helping the um, heating engineers with their calculations for maximum demand. I think there's never been a better time to bring those two trades together and Installer uh, Online and the Installer Show does that better than anyone in industry for me. They're making a real effort to fill that gap and try and you know bring that collaboration together in wider industry and I'm really proud to have been asked to write that article every month to go along to the installer show and offer tool demonstrations and there's going to be other bits and pieces that we're doing together as well super exciting and yeah thank you installer show again for putting your trust into myself and apprentice one-to-one -one. it's really appreciated there's Napit They've helped us out with book donations and other things going on where we're able to impact into training, learners, trainees, colleges. Fantastic. They do loads of stuff all across industry that many of you maybe not aren't aware of from the Electrical Safety Ground Table that they kind of hold together um, out into industry where they're giving out free access to their membership to apprentices and learners, free educational memberships to training providers, they really do make an effort to try and you know help industry develop and do better and sometimes the CPS providers get beaten with a stick too often and Mike and the team over at Napit are absolute legends and I will give that support back to them in appreciation for everything that they've done to help us here at Apprentice One to One. And there is also 
Conrad Energy. Now, Conrad Energy have a fund that they allocate to people out in industry in a way that's going to impact in the best way possible. And it's actually Jamie that put me onto that, so Jamie Blatant. And we've been using some of those funds to help put some of the stuff we've got into place here and also more widely out into training as well. So thank you to Conrad Energy. I think that's everybody. But again, into 2024, we'll see how those things develop. I want to try and grow this bigger. That was one of the, the goals we've got for 2024. I want to impact more into FE training um, to be able to go off and do more of these things where we can take in a load of equipment. I mentioned at MK College, I was there but it was this week, it's on Monday, um, and we took probably two or three thousand quid's worth of gear in from MCCBs, RCBOs, and not NAF stuff, we've got Schneider Act 9 stuff, we had the Proteus gear, um, a big Schneider MCCB 250 amp main switch, a solar panel, uh, testing gear, so there's safe isolation kits, socket testers, I think I took them about 20 of those, uh, a load of books, a load of the CEF Tech Talk cards, absolutely brilliant to give to learners. They're fantastic for a little uh, A, is it A1? No, that's far too big, isn't it? A5 sheet of paper where it's um, got all the data about an AFDD or something on. Fantastic to, to give them a, a big box full of those. Um, and yeah, it's a really nice thing to do. And we've done quite a bit of that in 2023. Been to a few training providers and colleges doing the same. And I like to do more of that, but it's trying to impact in the right way. So with a uh, I don't know, it's been said by other people who do this more often than I do, that budgets can shrink if they know they've been given stuff, if you like. So we need to kind of keep an eye on that and make sure that it is actually been used in an effective way. And I know down at MK College that they will use that really well. Uh, we sent off a, I think it was a velocity bag with some tools in for them to give to their apprentice of the year. Um, and yes, yeah, just nice things to do. It's not after, you know, promotion ourselves from doing that. It's really trying to help into industry as best we can and reward some of those trainees, lecturers, um, and learners who were putting the effort in and taking those steps to do as well as they can through the course of training. So yeah, that's something nice. I want to do more of that, basically. And again, coming back to the content online, obviously there's stuff that I do. There's hours and hours of that on the Brennix One to One and on my YouTube channel and in other places as well, um, from testing demonstrations to conduit work or whatever else. But I've got to give a massive thanks to Richard, Craig, Dave, and Jamie before that as well for giving their time to come on the podcast. We've done stuff from testing inspection. We've done things around experienced worker routes, um, the 2365. More recently, we've been looking at design. Those series of podcasts were such a lot of fun for me to do. I know they were quite technically heavy and maybe not all of you are at that level and interested at that stage just now, but hopefully they'll sit there as a resource for when you get there to be useful in the future. And I know that there's lots of people who are kind of on that journey with 2396 more widely than the apprenticeship who were grateful of those and have enjoyed them as well. Dave, Richard and Craig really knocked that out of the park with those. Um, I'm going to do more of that next year as well. We're going to come back with a few little tweaks around inspection and testing, I think, and also the 2396. And it's just sharing experience and knowledge. Obviously, Richard and Dave are electric safety first now to have their support when they work in such an organisation that's respected through industry and they do such a lot of good work with the best practice guides and stuff, it's really humbling that they want to come and be involved and do that. I'm super grateful to have them there. And Craig, as busy as I know he is, working in his day job with loads of electricians and million pound projects going on, that he's still able to make time and come and join in with those. Yeah, it's fantastic. I love doing that as well. That's one of my favourite things, which is why I was excited about the Christmas special we were going to do. 
but we are going to do next week. Fingers crossed. I really hope we can make that happen. So one of the things I was really happy to do earlier on this year was the development of the new apprenticeship standard. So for those of you who didn't know, the electrical installation and maintenance standard has been updated for September that's just passed. And it's kind of working on that. It's probably six months prior. It was a bit of a rush at the end because it's some sort of stuff going on with IFIT, things I don't really understand around how education is actually formally put together. But I was working away at that. I got to see through the window a little bit. I can't say I inputted massively into what's actually been put forward, but to see how that works and share some of my views through the course of all of that was really interesting and certainly eye-opening the level of effort that people are putting in. You know, often you get mud slung at various bodies and such in industry, but to see close up how hard they work, often in their own time, to try and make sure that there is a training route for people and it's protected for electricians. So there's lots going on and out in the industry where there's other parts, if you like, trying to get a piece of that pie. So we're seeing that with solar PV, especially in EV, where these new areas of specialist trade is trying to be put forward by other people when really it's an electrical skills trade and it wants to be incorporated into our trade. And the effort that those people are making to try and ensure that that happens, I don't think that's recognised enough. In, in particular, uh, I'm going to mention Carolyn from the uh, NET, so Carolyn Mason, absolute superstar of industry, probably little known on social media, but she's one of the guiding lights of what goes on out in the development of all of these trainings, setting up the AM2, also doing fantastic work with TESP, and alongside her Ruth Devine as well from SJD. At the things she's done, and again, she's been rightly rewarded recently in some events that have run through the, the usual event season, we've all just been on through October and November, well deserved she is an absolute legend and again if you're unaware of these people get onto linkedin put their names in and have a look because they're superstars they really are go and check them out and again there's um the eca you've got darren Cranis, andrew eldred that's gary parker they're all doing incredible stuff for industry day to day and they should be really proud of the efforts that they're making and hopefully the impact of that will be felt in the years to come i think we've turned the ship or it's like a slow turn isn't it we've been on this awful short course experience where training really got out of control i think we have actually put the brake on that spun the ship around a little bit but it's a slow burn to get it going back in the other direction there's lots of hard work still to do but i know there's loads of committed people there who are really trying they genuinely are um, and we need to remember that support them that's what i'm trying to do myself in my own little way i'll always try and support industry and people who are trying to make those changes that i, I think will be effective and fingers crossed in time to come it actually pays off and we see um, the growth in electrical apprenticeships that we all want to see uh, and the development of our trade for a safer and brighter future for all. So we've also had the really cool trip over to Ireland recently. So I was invited over by Charlotte Bamber and her team to go over to ETT and do a little talk, take part in their, their day that they have for people over in Northern Ireland to come in and take in some CPD and also meet brands and have a, 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 a coming together among themselves that was really nice to take part in and obviously with Sparksafe and Derek Thompson and everything that he's done in the past to help me it was a real privilege of mine to go over there to something that he helped form and, and grow in the way that it has 
yeah, I was never going to say no to that and it was fantastic to be given the opportunity. I'm really grateful just to give my ramble around our journey in solar PV. It maybe wasn't the most effective talk ever, but it came from the heart and I really enjoyed going over there and meeting everyone and taking part in that. So that was very nice. We also had the ECN Awards recently. Unfortunately, we didn't win uh, the CEF Tech Talks. I think Darren Staniforth, Dave Ossian took the award there. Well deserved. They've had their, their Tech Talk shows going on through the course of the last few months. And before that, at CEF Live, um, and those things are absolutely incredible. So even be in the same category as stuff like that. We had JTL on there as well, and Little Apprentice One to One getting recognised alongside them. We were hopeful that we might win, but unfortunately not. Um, and sometimes it's celebrating other people's success that brings more reward than your own. And uh, we had a night out with Richard and Craig. We was there with the guys from TIS as well. Um, Gary Hayes was on our table. What an honour to sit in that guy's company. And, it often feels a bit weird when we're up for awards that really we know that Efix and Gary himself would be far more deserving of the stuff that that man has done for industry and education is immeasurable and the people around him as well so Gordon and Joe and the wider team at Efix huge respect for those and my efforts here at Apprentice One to One are you know taken in their inspiration if you like seeing what they're doing and trying to do something along those lines that supports industry in the way that they do smaller scale obviously I don't think they realise how much they do inspire and help industry and they definitely don't get the recognition that they deserve. If I did an award ceremony, um, I just did one actually with Sam and the guys over on the podcast, but they would be winning in more than one category. Fantastic group of individuals. And uh, yeah, I just went off on a little rant there about our ECN awards, but sometimes, you know, when you sat with guys and you're looking across the table and you think, we're up here for this category, but really? <laughs> it's one of those, isn't it? Um, moving on. So one of my favourite things to do with Apprentice One to One, it wouldn't be possible without largely the community on Instagram, it's got to be said. Um, and again, people on LinkedIn and Twitter as well do the same. We had um, a test set sent in quite recently by a gent over on Twitter and a dozen used MFTs sent in by someone over on LinkedIn. And, and just seeing that where they say, oh, Mark, we've got some testers that we don't use in our company anymore. We'd like to pass them on to apprentices. Do you know anybody? And it's just brilliant having that experience of seeing someone wanting to give back um, and pass on stuff that, you know, served their purpose for them in the day job and they want to hand it on to someone else to help them in their training. It's a huge privilege of mine. I really like that. It's fantastic. And it was Eddie Clemens who started that off and we've done hundreds of NFTs since then. Um, and yeah, super. We sometimes do them through, through giveaways. Sometimes people are coming in here. Sometimes just word of mouth. Um, it's not just test sets either. There's hand tools. We've had boxes full of used but fully functioning, safe working hand tools that we're able to pass out and distribute to other people. Hundreds of sets of croppers and drivers and all the basics. It probably multiplies into tens of thousand pounds worth of gear. Uh, and yeah, just passed out to people who were in training to try and help get them a kit together, save some of the expense of all of that. We all know how difficult it is in the current cost of living climate when you're on apprenticeship wages. Um, and yeah, it's just nice that people want to help each other, isn't it? I wasn't expecting that to be a thing. Uh, my Royal Mail shares grow weekly in DPD. Just because of that, we do a lot of postage, but I um, wouldn't have it any other way. Really enjoy it. That's all still going on. You'll have seen if you follow the Instagram of Apprentice One to One, we've got giveaways running all the time. Usually that is through that, people sending stuff in or me buying stuff and, and donating it into to training. Um, yeah, fantastic. Love that. And as I said, we had all of the, the college drops, speaking about the one at MK recently, we're not just taking in useless stuff, that's token gesture with AFDDs, for example, I think I took them a dozen AFDDs in from Schneider and Proteus, some Verso ones as well, I believe were in the box. 
Um, yeah, it's just something nice to try and do. Take things in that they maybe don't have the budget to buy alongside some of the stuff they need day to day. We didn't actually have any cable on the drop to MK, I don't think, but we have taken reels of cable into other providers, um, clips, basics like that. So if you are in a position out in industry now as an electrician with a contracting firm and you've got a, a tub of odds and sods you've piled together from jobs you've been on and had leftovers that you've not sorted out to use again on another job, I've got three or four boxes like that myself. And I know if you're a proper electrician watching this, you will as well. Take those into the training providers. They will make use of them. I've taken them into our local college a few times a year. Just collecting up those cleats, the saddles, all the silly stuff like Wagos. It comes in really handy. And if we're never going to sort through those boxes and make use of them and just keep adding to them, they're kind of pointless for us to keep. So don't discount taking them into a training provider. If you think it's something and nothing, they will gratefully receive it and use it. Um, if you don't have the contact to do that yourself, get in touch with me and I will happily take that stuff off you and pass it into training as well. So it wouldn't be fair to talk about the good without also referencing some of the bad. There was a particular layer up this year that seemed to stem from me sharing a view around using um, consumer units outside. That was kind of flared up over on Instagram that other people had made out that that content was about them when actually I hadn't even seen any of their content. I don't follow or watch their stuff. It was a little bit weird, I've got to say. Um, I gave a view that I believe is accurate and true in that we shouldn't be using 60898 devices outside with no consideration to derating them. There are times that you can use them as long as you factor in a bit of heating and cooling or you're derating the product to account for it and you are signing in the box of deviations on your certificates, your EIC, that you're using the product outside its intended application because we have the pollution degree rating categories we are able to do it, but we just need to make sure we document it. And it's important to understand that you are deviating from the regs when you do that. Anyway, I'm not going to go into the technicalities of all of that, but I had people um, making comments that I'm sly, which was quite annoying. Um, coming on to comment on stuff with their snooper accounts. So um, somebody who thinks they're pretty big on Instagram, but as like me, they've only really got 10,000 followers or so which is absolutely nothing in the grand scheme of things. But coming on on accounts in their name, which was weird, so it was obvious I was going to see who they were, and commenting in a strange way, um, just to try and be argumentative and difficult. It just shows some of the difficulties of social media, I think. It's really easy for people to step over the mark of being you know, polite and reasonable without any consequence. And I will always feed back as I would in the real world when someone behaves like that. If someone's sat in front of me saying those things, and I will answer that back. I'll do the same online as well. I'm not someone who's just going to sit and take that quietly. Um, there were suggestions that there's like a group of people discussing me as well. There's a lot of gaslighting around all of that, to be honest. But I'm somebody who has um, a wide circle of friends in industry who are all successful business people. I'm running two businesses myself, and I realised focusing energy onto that was such a waste of time. It was ridiculous. Um, and yeah, just remove myself from that situation really and keep going in the content that I'm doing. I'm not going to adjust the way I present and make videos just because a certain group of people don't like that. It's silly. Uh, at the end of the day, there was nothing positive about that. Again, some of those people put themselves forward as being positive and good influences on industry. Nonsense. It was totally the opposite. I think they're actually trying to present a front of themselves that they know is not real. Um, and it's easy to see through that. And I'm not the only person who's seen through it. But yeah, just a weird circumstance and one of the bad aspects. I think that's important when you're saying all this cool stuff we've done. 
and some of the exciting things that we're wanting to do to not reference any of the bad it gives an illusion to people and they think that maybe their life isn't as rosy as it should be so yeah i get that kind of stuff as well it goes on as horrible as it is to go through um there's nothing special about me so one of the other super duper things I like to do and really enjoy through Apprentice One to One, it's an absolute privilege that that's kind of presented itself through doing this, is giving people an opportunity to learn and develop. And there's one person this year who stood out amongst all the others that we've done that for, and that is Matt Telford. He is an adult retrainee. He's been on the podcast and managed to find himself employment in a roundabout way through it, I think. You'd have to ask Matt directly quite how that panned out. I don't want to speak for him. Um, but he came to work for us as well. So this is someone who had a secure and well-paid job, but they really wanted to be an electrician. They'd done the level two training and they were at the stage where they needed to start to get out into industry and build up their skills and knowledge so they can complete the training. And Matt's took that step. He's got out there, found himself an employer. He came and worked on a roof with us for a week to try and give him a push start. Um, I went and worked with him, I'll say in a loose term, I actually observed him, I didn't do any work while he changed his consumer unit, uh, I think we made a video of that for YouTube as well actually, and Matt is an absolute superstar, there's people who say it's really difficult to retrain and it is, it's really hard to try and find an opportunity of employment, um, but you can be proactive about it, Matt runs the Facebook group, I've not been in there for weeks and weeks, I don't know how Facebook works is the truthful answer, I tried to keep off it years, I don't want to get involved in Facebook, but we have grown quite a big community there and credit to Matt and Dan for doing that. So Matt's in there giving out great advice all the time whilst he is trying to do his job working out on the tools, being an electrician and seeing his journey close up, the effort he's made, the development he's made and him sharing that journey on social media as well for other people to learn what he's done and maybe take something from and achieve the same themselves. That was a real privilege for me to see close up. I'm really proud that I can play a small part in people training to be electricians you know we have lots of people who come in and work with us from time to time to gain a bit of experience and progress their training and i think it's something that industry needs to look at there is talk of doing that there has been for a while now in the background um where we put some kind of mechanism in place where people can go from working with a domestic electrician over to a commercial one like as a job swap for a bit and i think um it's finally going to happen in 2024 we're going to see some of these big bodies of industry put that in place um, but without giving the game away on that I'm not going to say anything further but it's far more impactful than anything I can do in my little way and any other people out in industry who are doing the same I'm not the only one who does stuff like that there's loads of people out there who I know give experience to people learning to be electricians Devo Saver for example Craig Gifford I've seen them with people before Ricky Byrne from Byrne Electrical as well so there's lots of people out there in industry trying to help others and that's great, I think that's fantastic, but it needs something more from the, the, the top down, if you like, who are going to help with that more widespread, and fingers crossed that's coming very soon. So to draw this one to a close, because I realise it's been a while me waffling away just talking to myself, I want to speak about what we're doing in 2024. There is lots of exciting things going on. For those of you who follow the socials, you'll have seen over the last few days, we've got Jamie. Jamie Blayton's going to come in a day, a month, and offer some training here for people to come and enjoy. Now, Jamie's expertise, if you like, is um, swearing. No, outside of the swearing, it's in controls, big steel wire armor cables, test and inspection, those kind of things. So he's going to come in and maybe offer some specialist training around landing steel wire armors, um, doing some test and inspection, or whatever the vibe is from people coming along, what they want to take from Jamie. So it's brilliant he reached out and asked if he could do that. I didn't approach him and ask him. He's actually volunteered himself. 
So that's really nice and I'm hopeful to get some of the solar and renewable experts to come in here and do something along those lines as well. I realise time's tight for everyone um, and not everybody wants to volunteer in that capacity but we'll see what we can do. More widely we want to get out into industry and impact into FE more positively. Not to the point of doing like presentations and talking to learners. I'm not a teacher, I don't really enjoy public speaking so much but getting equipment into them um, is something that I think we can do more of. Try and maybe take some of Apprentice one-to-one -one into their premises as well when we're doing some of this stuff where we'll bring in bespoke training, be that solar or James effort. Maybe we can go into a college and, and deliver some of that in some way or other, possibly. So I'm just thinking outside the box here. We do have some funds to do that. Obviously in the day job we've grown our solar business, um, wasn't expecting to do that so we've kind of jumped into renewables fully virtually now. Obviously we've got our existing client base and normal work that we do in the electrical industry um, but that's allowing me a bit more free time next year which we've kind of bottomed all that out and mapped it all out now that we've got a good handle on it. It's people in place doing all of those things and I can sort of withdraw a little bit and focus in on some of the stuff I want to do with Apprentice one-to-one. -one. I've really had to lose quite a lot of time and focus with Apprentice one-to-one -one over the summer because the solar stuff just went massive, really quick. Um, and it was a case of we do it or we don't and I had to just dive in and do that. So I've been neglecting some of what we've been wanting to do with Apprentice one-to-one, -one, not getting out to as many training providers with the drops as often as I would like. So running around doing a few in the weeks leading up to Christmas. Um, and yeah, just do a bit more of that. It's nice to try and support people out in industry. I think there isn't much funding there for the, for the lecturers um, in terms of their wages. So attracting people into teaching is really hard. So if we can maybe try and free up some budget by getting a regular arrangement of equipment to go into specific training providers. I don't know, I'm just thinking off the top of my head. We'll see how that goes, but it's a goal for 2024. And getting more people in here, if I've got more time to be in here, um, and we can look at doing it on an evening because obviously most people are out working as apprentices and the free time to come and take in some of the stuff we've got here is not so easy um, during the day so maybe we can look at some evening stuff it certainly helps with the parking here that's for sure uh, and just seeing if we can get some of our sponsors if you like coming in to do stuff as well the goals and objectives are always changing with Apprentice one-to-one. -one. I don't really guide or set it. Stuff just happens and we run with it. So we'll see where the road leads us to next. I hope you've enjoyed a little run-through of the stuff we've achieved in 2023. Sometimes it's nice to look back and reflect on stuff. You don't realise where you've got to, speaking more widely than just Apprentice one-to-one. -one. You know, even in your day job, um, if you just step back and look at where you started the year and where you are now, it can be... Silly things that you were kind of just at level one and didn't know how to drill a hole in a wall. Or if you're an established business owner that you've gone from turning over and making a profit of whatever to doing something bigger and better or you've entered a new industry. You get that stuck in the grind of day to day that you don't reflect back and look at the success that you've achieved and kind of discount it. It's easy to criticise yourself when something goes wrong and very hard to reflect on the things that you often get right. So don't forget to do that with my top tip to end this podcast on. Please do give your feedback in the comments as normal. And as I said, next week, so this is the, is it the 14th of December, I think, today. So next week, we're going to get together one way or another. Whoever is available, we'll do something in our Christmas jumpers. We'll have a chat around the stuff that they've achieved over the last year and the things that they want to do going forward. 
um, and just a bit of a general chit chat as well through industry. I think we need to talk about the IET standard as well that's come out. So there's a standard that they've put forward basically around pen fault detection. Um, so maybe have a little chat about that and explain how people can give their feedback. And the IET have never done a standard like that before, but I won't spoil it by talking about it now. Thank you for watching and I'll see you on the next one.